You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Coexisting with Rob and Maggie. I noticed I just have a glare in my glasses, so that's good. Um, I am in a different location this week. I am all the way down in Savannah, Georgia. Um, I usually do my show in Minnesota, so I do long ways. But I am here. Maggie is home. How you doing, Maggie? I made it home from work, Rob. I would like to thank my mother Ooh, and Pringle. my boss for always constantly telling me I was fat, so I can, <laughs> so I can actually, uh, you know, motivate myself to and uh, to try and exercise a bit more, so I can actually run from home, from work to home, and actually be on time. I don't, I'm not wearing any makeup, so this will probably suck. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not wearing any either. So. We, oh no. Yeah. So it is what it is. Right? But man, it's been a crazy week since we've last been on here. You had, we had AEW Revolution. We had Stone Cold answering Kevin Owens' challenge to be on his show at WrestleMania. I still think that's going to change a little bit. Something's going to happen. I think. Uh, you have. I, I don't know. I, you have Jeff Hardy debuting in AEW. You have uh, Swerve Strickland's going to have his first match in, on AEW Rampage tonight. Uh, 
I mean, it was a lot of things going on, but it was kind of still kind of quiet with news. It wasn't like just, there wasn't a ton of stuff that came out this week that I really noticed. What about you? I'll be completely honest with you, Rob. I feel like Revolution and Dynamite were a year ago. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I have no way to explain this, but I've been working so much, and like, it's, it, it really, it really feels like it was a year ago. I have no idea how that happened. Like, so, so, so many things happened in work, and. Uh, I, I was busting my ass and I feel really it was it's Friday. Like we have rampage tonight. <laughs> and yeah. I feel like it was like a, a lifetime ago. Yeah. No, it 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 does feel like a lifetime. Um I mean, what did you think of the pay-per-view first off? Uh first off, I hate everyone that was there live. <laughs> I really, really hate you guys. Also screw you guys. And uh, it was an amazing show. But like, as I said, as I mentioned on Twitter, I always get a bit depressed around pay-per-views because I really want to be there, okay? Like, and I'm thousands of miles away. Uh, and uh, it's usually a lot worse when it comes to AEW pay-per-views because they really, they, they know how to, they know how to send home, send home crowd, the crowd, like, yeah really really grateful that they were actually there and don't get me wrong uh wwe pay-per-views do that uh almost all the time because as i've mentioned on the show uh numerous times uh regardless of shitty storytelling and uh stories practically being absent almost all the time uh wwe's pay-per-views have delivered almost a hundred percent of the time and this is because of the amazing wrestlers, because the in-rings, uh, the in-ring stuff in WWE has always been amazing. It's just the storylines that suck almost all the time. Yeah, it was. Uh, did you have a favorite match of the show? Uh, for Revolution? Yeah. I don't think I did. Like, oh, every match had its peak, and uh, every match had a purpose. And uh, for me, it, it was like the whole pay-per-view was one big, unmissable match. Like, it was, it was this huge story that has different branches. And that if, if I were a poet, I would have said this differently and way more and way better, okay? <laughs> but yeah. uh, no, I, I don't think I, have a, I had a, a favorite match. I, had, I think I had a favorite segment, like when William Regal came. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that this, was... the, yeah this, this this didn't mean that uh, Danielson and uh, Moxie was my favorite match. No, like, I don't think I had a favorite match. Like, all of them combined, everything. They were all, they were all good, yeah. I mean, the, it got kind of quiet, like, at the... Uh, ooh, what was the match that kind of slowed things down for, for me? I... Um, and now I can't remember what it was. Was it? Oh, it might, have been, it might have been the Baker Thunder Rosa. The, the no, Thunder Rosa and Jay Baker. Yeah, that no, was fine. The match was fine. The match was good. But it's like, compared to, you know, the other matches and like the finish, like 
as I mentioned on last week's show, uh, the fact that they're going to have a rematch at, uh, in Texas, in yeah. uh, Thunder Rose's hometown, actually made me uh, aware of the end result of the match. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of predictable. But predictable isn't necessarily bad. No. So, yeah. That was, I mean, that was. I thought Dynamite was more predictable than ever this week. Um, I think part of it didn't help with the Jeff Hardy thing, and you could tell Sting was just waiting for him because he kept looking back at the... <laughs> so that was kind of giving it away. Um, but it was still fine, you know. The, yeah. I, fi- I, I figured that... Um, I figured Sammy was going to lose his title. Um when uh, Tay was out there, I just had a feeling that was going to cost them there because there were too many people part of um, Dan Lambert's crew. You know, there's just too many people, and there's only Tay. They can do all kinds of things, and uh, it. I mean, it, it just seemed predictable. The one thing that I think is kind of weird, um, and it's not a shot at AEW by any means, because WWE does it every week. It seems like the, it seems like there's more disqualifications and stuff than ever right now. Does that seem in AEW? Yeah, it doesn't seem like you're seeing a lot more than we used to see. Just like DQs and well, it's because they that they're, they're finally a thing. This it doesn't mean that they're a lot more. Like they they didn't do any like up until you know what. Yeah. Which which was the first one? Oh, I don't know. Oh, it was uh, yeah, it was uh, Thunder Rosa and uh, Mercedes Martinez. Was that the first DQ? Oh, you're talking about the first match? Yeah. Or, uh, hmm, maybe I don't know. Maybe yeah. something chat knows. I um, think I think the first disqualification in AEW was Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez. Once when Mercedes Martinez actually clogged her with the pipe. Or whatever. Yeah. Holy God. Ryan, thank you for the super chat. I actually, actually, wasn't Mob the, like? Wasn't this supposed to be uh, one of the names we considered for the show? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I, know. I, I I think. I like Raggy, but that's because I'm a Scooby Doo guy. Raggy. It's, it it sounds it's... like a ragamuffin. Yeah. Uh. Or ragdoll. <laughs> thank you, Ryan, for that. We appreciate it. Oh, yes, man. thank you, Ryan. Guys, get in your thunder chats. Thunder chats, humper chats. Yes, if get you a, want us to get silly over here. Yeah. Oh man. But it was a good week of wrestling. I I enjoyed Raw a lot too, but um, which was weird. Um, I just enjoyed it. A lot of people didn't really care for it. I just. I thought it was good. I thought it was a good show. Um, the The match that I liked the most at Revolution, I think it was... I would have to say CM Punk and MJF was probably my favorite match of the whole show. I, I did enjoy... satisfying at the end. Yeah, I, I did enjoy um, uh, Moxley and Daniel Bryan's, or Brian Danielson. Um 
I, I really enjoyed that match. And uh, of course the ending of that was great too. Um, those were the best two, I think, moments of the whole show. Uh, Wardlow giving the ring uh, or just putting the ring out for CM Punk to basically grab it. That was good shit, pal. Um, and I yes, think Wardlow... finally my balls aren't blue anymore. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. You know, gotta, <laughs> gotta make sure you take care of those blue balls because blue balls aren't good. I wouldn't know. No, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing for that. But, um, <laughs> so in this past week, we've learned that Miro signed a contract extension. Somewhat surprising to me. I wasn't really expecting it to be this, uh, I wasn't expecting yet, you know, that's one thing. Um, I'm glad he re-signed. That's awesome. We had Jeff Hart. Oh, you're breaking up. They really, obviously really show bad. up. Matt Hart. Can you hear Am I still breaking up? Uh, no, no, you're not. But you're like okay. here and there. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. I'm not sure what's going on. So you had Matt Hardy renew his contract. Basically, his contract ends when Jeff's in. Um, which I'm guessing that's probably three years from now. Um, just maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's not that long. Then you had Paige, Paige Van Zant sign, which I was somewhat expecting that. She was kind of rumored for from a couple of months ago. Hey, nice. <laughs> my grandma still has a my grandma still has a home phone, so that's good. This is amazing. We have one also. <laughs> So I should have realized that, but oh well. The so yeah, there's four people that they signed this week, and then well, you technically you get you got Swerve and Regal. So I mean, they're they're bringing in a lot of people. Is it concerning to you at all that they're bringing in? Now the good thing is they know how to. It seems like they know how to manage it to an extent, but there are a lot of people yeah. that you have not seen in a while. Yeah. Well, you know, I we still don't have no idea what they're going to do with Ring of Honor. Yeah. This is why I can I'm not ready to answer that question. <laughs> uh, it does seem like they're signing a lot of talent, but I don't I don't necessarily think it's a it's a bad thing because as Tony Khan maybe kind of mentioned that Ring of Honor can be, can become what NXT is for the main roster for WWE, which uh, isn't a step down for Ring of Honor uh, people. And I have no idea which are still going to be signed, who have Ring of Honor contracts, who are going to stay, who are going to come, who uh, maybe will go to Ring of Honor and maybe kind of get sidelined on AEW. I have zero clue about what's going to happen and uh none of us know so them signing new talent isn't necessarily a bad thing at the moment yeah because yeah uh it's not like they have okay maybe they have two hours on dynamite they have one hour on rampage and they have whatever time the fuck they want for dark and uh, elevation because you know yeah. I haven't been able to watch 
dark or elevation like in months because I literally seriously I don't have time for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know I'm missing out on uh, uh, a lot of good wrestling and entertaining wrestling, but believe me, I, I, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm really seriously trying. Uh, so, I don't know, maybe uh, I, I may have an opinion about that and in a couple of months, maybe. Okay. Yeah, and that. But like, be. I will, I will take it personally if Cesaro is not there. Like, it's. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of you know. Come on. Yeah, I think the. See, I I love Swerve Scott. I think he's. Oh yes, of course, yes. But I I think I read somebody, and a lot of people have said this, so I'm not the first one to say this. But I think William Regal is going to be a game changer for them. Um. He is because that was a guy. That was a guy I didn't think you could let go in NXT or WWE because of his educating wrestlers um, and the people that he's helped and the people that he signed. I think it's a disaster. I really do. I know. I get that people love Shawn Michaels. I get that he was a hell of a wrestler. I just haven't been impressed really with NXT and I, like it's been getting better. NXT 2.0 has been getting better, but it's there's still something missing for me. Um I I don't know. The I I don't really think Dolph winning the title this week really was odd. Um I did not see that coming. Well, I think that's I think it's pretty much what Sean said a couple of weeks ago. Once Vince sees Braun, good luck, you know, keeping him on NXT. I, I think Braun's on his way up. I really do. I think that's why they took the title off of him. Uh, that's just my opinion. I, I think so, too. I think so, too. But it's like, it's it's a two-way street. It's like, it, it he, I feel like he just won that title. Yeah. Like he couldn't, he couldn't keep hold of it for, like, Longer than when did he win that title? I have no I idea. I feel that, like it was just the December. Was it December? No, was it? Uh, I I, I literally don't do not remember. So yeah, <laughs> I feel I feel like he just got that title and he lost it. Like uh, okay, fine. Like he's a uh, none of none of us are uh, denying uh, his credibility. He's he. He's a good worker, and uh, he he won me over uh, really really fast. But he he lost that title in like two or three months. Yeah, like this. Uh, it's it's not necessarily what like it's three months isn't a, isn't a short time to be a champion. I'm not saying it is, but like uh, it's a you you're talking about a major championship in your you know in your promotion. Yeah, and. Uh, a lot of people loved NXT because it was it was the WWE alternative for people who actually wanted to watch wrestling instead of entertainment. And this is why people actually loved NXT. And now they don't like 2.0 because uh, it's basically a mini version of the main roster. So I don't know how to break it to you guys, but you just might have to start watching NXT UK now 
because oh. it's 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 the only thing that's left for you guys if you don't like 2.0 i cannot stress this enough guys please start watching nxt uk for the love of god please yeah i beg oh. you <laughs> it's good i mean it's it's been good i i like nxt uk i'm a it's been solid I wish they would give him another take over here soon. Um, and maybe this summer we'll get one. That's one thing I've read. But I think they should get a I think they should get three or four a year, if not more. But that's just I guess that's just me. Um and probably you probably would be okay with that too. But um who no so I was gonna talk about NXT UK a little bit because A Kid um is gonna be coming over. What are your thoughts on that? Okay, I can't wait because, as I said, no one watches NXT UK. I... Son of a bitch. <laughs> God. Look, a, I... I'm professional today. <laughs> this is so I got, cool. I never, nobody calls me. I got, like, home I'm phones, so I got cell phone ringing. <laughs> No, none of them. Like, I'm so not loved in my in real life. Like, I'm so thankful for, for Twitter. Like, listen, uh, listen to me saying this because you'll never see it again. I'm thankful for Twitter <laughs> because people actually love me there. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. So, yeah. Uh, so, we were talking about NXT UK. Uh, I, can't, I can't wait for all of you people to see this dude do what he loves and do what he is meant to do on this planet. Every match that Akit has ever had in NXT UK has been phenomenal. Like I, I can't even like begin to explain all the matches he's had, but the fact that they trusted him to be the first ever Heritage Cup winner and holder yeah this was amazing like this this, this is the dude that was uh that uh, you know you know how i uh tremendously love tyler Bate and aj styles and kenny omega like mm -hmm. this is the new version like this is the new kid in town like this dude will i think i think that hardcore wrestlers who actually walk as I, as I said, who like, like watching wrestling will actually tune in into NXT 2.0 to see A-Kid. Because, oh. uh, yes, and if they actually let him talk the way he talks in NXT UK, which I would most definitely prefer, uh, like, don't script him. Like, he has so much heart. He, you know, you know what? I think that he is capable to be his own version of Johnny Gargano. Okay. Like his his own version because the heart that he has and the dedication he has, it's been it's been tremendous. And you can so tell that Tyler Bate has been has been his coach for quite some time. Oh, Drew. <laughs> that, that damn pun. Uh yeah, see, I agree with that. I don't agree with this. I agree with this, but not that. Um, I'm sure that Drew's gonna love him. I'm oh, like, 
yeah uh like drew drew started watching nxt uk because like i told him about Ilya dragunov and he that is a whole other conversation like how can you have Ilya dragunov on nxt uk and not watch mm -hmm. nxt uk like this is i can't wait for everyone to see a kid i can't wait literally yeah one of the two you're breaking up so this much. has been a cluster um i am i guess good because i keep seeing that you open it's what a blow no really it sucks <laughs> okay well it's just i can't tell what's going on this is real professional but um moving on it's fine so we, we chris jericho was a, yeah chris jericho is, was a guest on kurt angle's um podcast and they were talking about chris jericho said that chris that kevin owens is a perfect guy for stone cold and and i agree with that because they're both great on the mic um obviously stone cold is one of the best to ever do it and kevin owens is one of the best to do it right now um my question to you is if it wasn't if it was not kevin owens who would you want it to be messing or like in this potential stone cold one time only i still think it's going to turn to a match i that's just me it probably it, it might not but that's just my opinion what who do you who would you rather see not rather see who would you if it's not Kevin Owens, who do you think it would be? That's probably the easiest way to to ask it. Yeah, okay. Here's the thing. Uh, I wanted it for so long to... Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, don't make it worse, Drew. Uh, no, it's, it can't get much worse, so... <laughs> yeah. So, uh, the the fact that CM Punk never, never got Stone Cold Steve Austin is is really troubling for me. And uh, the fact that he never did, actually, I I don't think that anyone else should. Uh, I don't. I actually, I kind of disagree with you on on this one because I do not want this to turn into a match. I'm terrified. Stone Cold Steve Austin, but it's like uh, it's the same kind of terrified I was uh, over Becky Lynch and Lita because I love Lita so much, and I was terrified that I, she wasn't going to be able to be that Lita I remembered, and everything will come crumbling down just like Goldberg and uh, Undertaker did. And uh, this match was just so, so incredibly disappointing for me. Like, I, st I can still hear my teeth grinding from that match. It was, it was just so bad. And I'm like, I'm just uh, incredibly worried every time uh, a wrestler from the past generation comes back to, you know, to do a, to do a thing. I... I love Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, like he was, he was uh, one of my childhood heroes, uh, and uh, I don't. I'm completely fine with my uh, childhood heroes uh, 
like hanging up, like not doing it ever again because they made their impression on me and uh, they did their they did their job. Like they uh, they made it, and uh, I will be completely fine if they just uh, push the young generation forward. So they so the new generation can expire today's children and so on and so forth. Uh, I I would be completely fine if if this was just a Kevin Owens show, but I get why it would be incredibly immensely disappointing for others. The thing here is that I love Kevin Owens so damn much that you just know that Steve Austin is just gonna flip him off, you know, like give him like a fifteen thousand stunners, and like Kevin. I I get the fact that Kevin Owens loves Stone Cold Steve Austin so much that he will be completely fine being buried because I don't think that he will be actually buried by by his childhood hero. So because he'll get the rub from uh, from Stone Cold Steve Austin, which uh, actually reminds me of the time The Rock came back and he roasted uh, Rusev and Lana, and I hated that. Like the fact that uh, The Rock is my all-time favorite wrestler, and he came back and just put the fucking brakes on Rusev. Yeah, and he, he. I don't think he ever came back from that. And, Milwaukee. Uh, what? Milwaukee. Remember that was. Uh, oh yes, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Oh, that was good. Amazing, and uh, I'm kind of amazingly torn about this whole Stone Cold Steve Austin situation because. Uh, I mentioned I mentioned this to you uh, on a previous show. I I happen to know a lot of uh, a lot of my friends will actually tune into WrestleMania to see Stone Cold Steve Austin, but they're not gonna stay afterwards. Like they're gonna watch him like stun someone and make the Bulgarian news and whatnot. And it's it's gonna be fine. It's okay, but they're not gonna continue watching wrestling after that. And yeah. uh, like this is uh, for me, this is the reason WWE should bring back uh, uh, wrestlers from the past generation, so that they can get the old fans hooked again, which they apparently lost because they forgot how to tell stories. Uh, yeah. yeah, and you know, the thing uh, which uh, we constantly uh, moan about every week. So I'm. Uh, Basically, I'm pretty torn about about this situation. I'm, uh, I would have been completely fine if if Stone Cold Steve Austin was just you know there, not like you can announce him for WrestleMania. He can stun whoever from the twenty four seven goons you actually want. Because okay, there's it's it's not like they're Kevin Owens or anything. Like I would like to see Kevin Owens win a bunch of titles. And not be, you know, stunned five hundred times. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So moving on from that, uh, today Fightful Select reported um, about some some of the news with the Briscoes and AEW. Um, doesn't sound like they're going to be bringing him in or bringing them in, the Briscoe brothers, uh, because uh, some past. Uh, tweets from 
one of the Briscoes back in 2013, 2014, I believe. Um, it's one of those things that I completely forgot about those. Um, I didn't. It's very. I didn't even know about that. Yeah, I, I remember it, but it's it's one of those things where. Um, I remember he apologized, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't blame, I know people can change, obviously, sure. but I also see where Time Warner's coming from, and it's one of those things where I think a lot of people, a lot of people want FTR versus the Briscoes, and it could still happen, it just probably won't happen in a, in AEW. I think it might happen at Ring of Honor if they go there. Um, we'll have to see. Um, I was going to ask you what you think about the situation, but I didn't really give you enough time, obviously, because of you were basically running, you said, back home or from work to home. I literally arrived home. home. Uh, no, I... Uh... I was I, I was able to read uh, to read about the whole situation. Uh, first of all, I didn't even know uh, this happened. Like 2013, I didn't even know what Twitter was. Uh, and uh, okay, listen up. The bottom line is uh, okay. Apologize. That's that's completely fine. But uh, at this time, it's uh, it's not our you know. It's not our place to say if it's wrong or not. It's not our decision to make. We can be, you know, sad about it because FTR and Briscoes is a match we're most definitely probably going to get, but not on, in AEW. Uh, the fact that uh, it's to be determined if they're going to be a part of Ring of Honor, uh, having in mind they're tech, uh, Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions yeah. uh, currently. And... Uh, it's when it's out of my hands and it's uh, and it's not my place. I don't I don't think that no. You can be you can be disappointed, but you can never blame one of the sides in yeah. that situation. Yeah, like it's, I like the thing is, I hope the biggest thing is I hope they were sincere about the apology. That I don't know. Um, I mean, it's easier for somebody to say I'm sorry, like for my comments if we're ignorant and stuff like that, but um, I, I can see where Warner Brothers is coming from um, yeah. and our Warner Media now, but um, we'll, we'll have to see what happens there. Um, it's It goes back to the same thing that I've always that I've always thought, like this goes from like business perspective is Whatever you say on social media will, if you say something, it, it can come back to you. And that's, there's all kinds of things. And we see it yes. time after time. And, um, I mean, it's been almost 10 years since that tweet. And it, it it's costing them money probably now, if you think about it. Um, yeah. But when you, it's, I don't, I don't feel bad for them. You know what I mean? It's it's just yeah. It's one of those things. Well, I mean a, if they if they're 
if he's sincere about it, I say they. But if he's if he's sincere about it, it's a different story. I I think, but um, yeah, I guess it's just a, one of those situations, you know. Like it's and it's not it's not supposed to be only on Twitter. You need to you know think about yeah. what you're saying oh, in real life. Yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah, I've had to. And, let, uh, I mean, I've had to let people go like from jobs and stuff because of things they've said and. I know the people and sometimes I I don't I knew these people and I don't think they meant what they said but it was one of those liability things and oh yes yeah you got to go um it's always then, difficult it's yeah. yeah but yeah it's an interesting situation I'm I'm curious to see if we'll ever get that match um and I kind of wonder if that's why WWE always kind of stayed away from it but I mean, you look at all the other history WWE has. Oh, come like on. Stuff. Like, they almost... Well, that's what I'm saying. It. That's what I'm I'm kind of wondering. I'm not... Yeah. It just... There seems... It just seems kind of weird to me. Like, on the... On the W... Like, that, that was one thing that they've talked about. The Briscoes have talked about basically where the money... If there's money wherever, they're going to go. And yeah. I've always kind of i've heard a lot of people like the people want to see would love to see the usos versus the briscoe brothers i would love to see it but i don't really I would think, love to see the usos versus any I don't really think, good tag team oh yeah i mean i mean hell we could have a conversation i mean i i think usos versus young bucks would be fantastic Just, the usos versus I'd, motor city machine guns yeah all kinds of good, all kinds of good stuff. That's the one thing I love about all, wrestling all, is all the dream match aspect. Yeah, just even just dream match perspective. I was thinking the on my long ass drive here, I was thinking about different dream matches that I would love to see Bret Hart in, and because I was listening to the uh, Renee Paquette and um, uh, Cash Wheeler's uh, mm-hmm. podcast. And uh, I also listened to Dax, Dax Hardwood, and he talked about how big of a fan he was of Bret Hart. And so I was kind of just on my way in the middle of BFE, Iowa, which is bumfuck Egypt, Iowa, just in the middle of nowhere. Um, I was thinking about different matches while I was driving. And uh, and I like that one came to mind, the Briscoe Brothers versus the Usos, Briscoes versus New Day. And then I, I kept going down the down the path of different matches I'd like to see. And that's one of my favorite things to do is just think of dream matches. Um, like this one, this would be like a, that would, I'd be fine. Yeah, sure. Corey once again with the brilliant insights here. That would, that would be, I would, if, if I got to see this match, I would not ever have to see another one. That would be my, that's my, that's my dream match right there. He hit it right on the head. Yes, yeah, Bret Hart versus Brian Danielson like this. I would I wouldn't need sex after that match ever. <laughs> well. <laughs> I, I would have had it all. I got nothing. It's I got fine. nothing on that one. But yeah, it's just it's interesting. Um, the 
changing tunes now from last week, were you surprised that uh, Ricochet won the Intercontinental title? Were you surprised to see that? Uh, I <laughs> I almost forgot about that, by the way. <laughs> when yeah, you mentioned like Ricochet. Forever, no. uh, yes, as I said, uh, like a year ago. Uh, Rob, the fact that uh, that Finn Balor and uh, Ricochet are WWE champion are champions in WWE is just so surreal to me right now. <laughs> like yeah. I know, like Finn Balor has held championships before. Like he's been intercontinental champion, and he was the first ever universal universal champion. But it's just like so surreal to me, and it's uh, Ricochet. Like it's, it was a long time, long time coming. He was actually United States champion first, right? Who Ricochet? He was, yeah, he yeah. was United States champion. Yeah. And uh, I yeah, feel I like think... this is his first championship in on the main roster. Yeah, he it, he had it, a it feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> yeah, he like him and AJ Styles actually has some pretty. The good U.S. United States title matches um, a few years ago. I mean, we're talking Good Brothers were still around and stuff, but I like yeah. Ricochet being back in the title picture. He's one of those guys that yeah. I've said about is like is like the Usos in my opinion. The Usos are I look at it from a business standpoint with with the Usos and Ricochet. Mm -hmm. These are these are guys that WWE could um, promote heavily because one thing that one thing that has always sold well on kids like if you're like like if you're advertising towards kids is face paint like you think of Legion yeah. of Doom back in the day you think of like when the Usos put on the face paint face yes. paint is what draws these kids like in wrestling it it, it is it's that's why so many people love Sting. If Sting didn't have face paint, he would not be where he is now. Um, just the way it is. And I look at it from, from a business standpoint that I think WWE has been. You don't have to. I'm not saying you have to put makeup on on Ricochet. I'm just saying the other thing about like the Usos is they're high flyer. Ricochet reminds me. Of Rey Mysterio in ways, like from yes, uh, I can see that. I can see that. So I, I'm just kind of, I just like talking the uh, the aspect of like from the business side. I think I'm, I'm basically saying I love that they're finally promoting Ricochet. I think there's other people that they can promote too. I I like how the Usos are right now. I do like that. Like they're they've been getting a technically a big push because they're with Roman. But I would like to see... I think... I think WWE tried at one point because you had them team with John Cena quite a bit in the mid... like 2000... Oh, God! 2015-type years. They, oh, yes! The Usos were in the top five for selling shirts for, like, the longest time. Um... I mean, they were making good merch money, and they probably still do. But it's just that's from a business standpoint. I was thinking, the 
the next thing I was going to bring up to you is tonight's Rampage. We're going to see Swerve make his debut. Keith Lee is going to take on QT Marshall, and you have, or Marshall, sorry. Um, <laughs> and you have Mercedes Martinez versus uh, uh, Jamie Hader. I actually like these matches that they have planned tonight. It's going to be an awesome rampage. I mean, the QT one. I think I like that one because Keith Lee is just going to torture him. You know, it's (laughs) going to throw him as far as he wants. Yes. Yes, it is. I'm just happy. I'm just happy to watch Keith Lee. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing that I... See, I... Like I, I think I'm gonna compare these two guys real quick. QT Marshall, Marshall. I did it again, damn it. And like Happy Corbin, they have to a lot of people. They have they have changed the channel heat that people change the channel, but that tells me one thing that they are doing their job and they're doing it well. When you, I mean, that's the thing. Like you, you can't stand the guys. So um, that they're doing their job, they're supposed to be a heel. They're you're not supposed to like them. Uh, QT is always you just always agree with whoever he's whoever he's bitching at. Like this past week or two weeks ago, it was with Hook, you know, and you wanted Hook to kick his ass. Now he's messing with Keith Lee, and you want Keith Lee to basically run into him like he did Adam Cole and knock him into the stands a couple rows, you know? <laughs> so um, I, I really like how I think Keith Lee, throw, like, torturing him is a good move uh, tonight. But I, I was curious what you thought on Q... Basically, I wanted to get your thoughts on QT Marshall because I, I'm... He gets a lot of... He gets a bad rap because of his character. But I think he's I think he's been doing a great job. I really do. I honestly you have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand, and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do not mind QT at all. Like I, his his in ring work is solid. He what whatever he does, he makes it look incredibly uh, uh, beautiful. Like it's it doesn't matter if it's uh, uh, 
if uh, it's uh, it, if it's an attack, an assault, or actually selling something, he always makes it look uh, you know brilliant, and it makes it, he makes it look uh, incredibly easy, which is like. As JBL says, the great ones make it look easy. Cutie Marshall is actually is actually an amazing uh, amazing wrestler. He's an amazing grappler. I, I he does not have changed the channel heat with me like whatsoever. Corbin does, <laughs> and it's not his fault. Really, it's not his yeah. fault. Corbin is Corbin is good. Like, but like the the things he's been uh, you know trusted with, it's it's not working for me ever. I kind of miss the lone wolf gimmick, which I hate it, by the way. Yeah. I really, really hate it. Better than that. this garbage. But yeah, the, thing it's, is, it's... the thing is, is and, and that's the thing. Like, I'm just going based off things I've heard. Like, I, I've never changed a channel on, um, like, on these guys. Like, because I love wrestling. Well, sure, so I'm not I, I, don't, channel, but... I don't either. I just pause and go basically like, what touch I'm, myself. Yeah, basically what I'm saying is I get it when people say it. <laughs> I understand where they're coming from. Um the the next day i mean the next thing i was going to bring up um and i we kind of talked about it just very very uh my like not much of it but going back to nxt do you think you think Dolph ziggler is going to make it to stand and deliver with that title or do you think he's gonna lose it before you know, at this point, I have no idea what they're doing, and I'm pretty sure that they don't either. Yeah, I... I'm, 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 I'm completely sure. But like, again, I will ask this question every week. I swear to God, if Dolph Ziggler is so good for NXT 2.0 or whatever, why didn't this happen? During the Wednesday Night Wars. Like, actually, Dolph Ziggler being NXT champion makes way more sense back then than it does now. One of the best nights that they had on NXT was right before that Survivor Series in 2020? Yes. Was it 2020? The most amazing, amazing SmackDown when the whole invasion started. Like, NXT looked like a credible threat, which were, they were because they actually won the Survivor Series. And that was all. They didn't mention it whatsoever yeah. after that. Like, nothing happened. Like, they had, as I've said, they had this goose laying the golden eggs, which was NXT. They did the miracle in uh, actually putting faith in NXT and making NXT beat Raw and SmackDown on Survivor Series. And they did nothing with it. I, 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 I can't believe it. Like this, it was right there. And I have zero problem with Dolph Ziggler being NXT champion because I'm so happy that he's at a place which, in which he seems like a big deal. Because people seem to forget just how good he is. Because, like, he's been put in ridiculous situations. And uh, I feel like up until he went to NXT, I kept thinking there's nothing they can do to make me care about Dolph Ziggler ever again. Like, ever. And now they they, they did that. And I'm completely fine with it. Uh, I... 
I will forever be biased towards uh, Tommaso Ciampa because he's the best at the moment right now. And uh, Pete Dunne also. Like him and Pete Dunne. Like these these are the, I feel like they're the, the two left. And Io Shirai like actually holding it together <laughs> for me. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I kind of see Tommaso Ciampa going, going forward. Because he's been dying his beard more and more, and it yeah. sucks so much. <laughs> and uh, the, what sucks is that uh, neither WWE the, the WWE title or the Universe title are golden, and he can't say Goldie anymore. <laughs> it sucks. Oh, yeah. It's no like the, the only title which has some gold on it is the 24/7 title and don't get me started if this is a thing there like Tommaso Ciampa chasing the 24/7 championship I will break my TV <laughs> <laughs> Wow uh, Yeah it's interesting what do you uh somebody that was on Fightful's uh, the list in your boy this week, Josh Alexander resigned with Impact. That's some good new- good news. I'm glad he resigned. Um, I really like that. I for the longest time I thought he was going to join his buddy Ethan Page in AEW. I really did. Um, he got name dropped. We all yeah. thought so. Yeah, I mean that was that was cool too. Um, but yeah, him resigning with Impact's a good deal for them. I, I like that they got him. Um, were you were you surprised that they got him, or did I? I wasn't. I really wasn't surprised. I uh, when when Moose attacked him after after he won the title and he stole the title from him, I felt like someone ripped my heart out of my chest, and it hurt so much because I was I've been rooting for Josh Alexander ever since Ethan Page went. To AEW, and I was kind of thinking, okay, okay, there, there's a chance. Like, sh- show what you can do. You like, you're not just attacking uh, like a wrestler. You can yeah. do it all. And uh, he proved that he proved it, and uh, he looks uh, amazing matches in in the X division. And uh, after that, my God, like he's. He's been he's been the one that uh, that has made me tune into Impact every week, and I kind of felt like if they don't get him back, uh, it's like you know, it's like the um, another version of uh, you know, because like they have uh, Eddie Edwards being heel right now, so like they. they they uh, basically took their heart out themselves, and if they don't have Josh Alexander there, and and actually have heal Eddie Edwards, it's like bizarro world <laughs> for me. And uh, yes, uh, as I've mentioned, I've started watching Impact in 2020 during the pandemic. Uh, I'm not that familiar with uh, its history and whatnot, but Josh Alexander is Impact for me. At the moment, yeah. And if he doesn't beat Moose at, at uh, Rebellion, I 
will lose it. No more. Give me a title on that beautiful waist, please. <laughs> yes. And actually, I, I kind of forgot that he was on the list in the boy. And uh, because I had no time to watch it live or watch a video of it, I actually listened to it on Spotify. And I was walking to work. It was this morning. I was, I left my home and uh, put my headphones on and started walking. And it was like, and the joining us live is the walking weapon, walking weapon, Josh Alexander. And I was like, ah! And it was like <laughs> eight in the morning. And like all these grumpy people going to work, including me, who haven't had their coffee yet. And I was like screaming. And yeah. like walking towards work with this huge grin on my face because I just love Josh Alexander. He's like, yeah, yeah, he's awesome. He's good. I've, I like him myself. Um, well, you know what time it is? It's time for our first Cooper Effect story. Maggie, what are we talking about tonight or today? Uh, it's actually tonight for me. Yeah, it's, true. It's yeah. accurate. Yeah, it's it's eleven p.m. I hate it here. So. <laughs> Uh, we're talking about this amazing dude, uh, Keith Owen. Um, he was diagnosed with terminal cancer in 2007. Uh, he actually donated all his money and he was kind of a millionaire. He had $33 million in his account and he donated it all to voluntary, uh, society, uh, to, for society for vol for, for volunteer volunteer work, did I say this correct now? <laughs> yeah, you got uh, it. yes, and yeah, I got it. So uh, a portion of that of that money was used to actually plant a hundred thousand daffodils in the field because he he loved he loved that field and he loved how how they looked. And uh, they finally started blooming. Uh, I guess it's that time of the year for uh, for them. Uh, this is actually a tremendous uh, time for me to mention once again that apparently all Canadians are wonderful people. And all Canadians are hot, of course. And <laughs> yes. And uh, this is just so wholesome. Like there are a lot of pictures here, which I can't, uh, for obvious reasons, I can't show you. But it's like a hundred thousand daffodils, like in this huge field, and they're blooming. And the dude loved daffodils. This is just so amazing. Wow. Like uh, three million dollars, Rob. Do you can, can you imagine yeah. having three million dollars, and then? Uh, being uh, like you find out that you have terminal cancer and you just go, okay, so I can be this. I cannot be this. So the thing I can do is uh, when I go, I need to know that I've left something behind me, which will matter in, uh, in quite yeah. some time. So he donated all his money and uh, they planted all these amazing, amazing flowers. And if, after your passing, people want to make uh, the world a better and a prettier place. It just speaks volumes about it. Uh, and he was also kind of, kind of an amazing soul. Like, people praise him. Yeah. No, like, that's... when I, when I, uh, when it's my time, I just want a field full of four-leaf clovers 
and blue roses. Like I know that blue roses aren't the real thing, but you can dye them. You can have white roses and sparkle, spark like the, the, the ink on them to make them blue. It's a Twin Peaks thing. The Twin Peaks fans will know. And like I just so wholesome. Pray yeah. for the guy. You want something wholesome. You want something wholesome when you go, and I'm like, give me hookers and blow, and I'll be ready to go. <laughs> That's the difference between us. You want something nice? Well, that'd be nice for me. <clears throat> Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I, that was a joke. But um, <laughs> uh, see, only I can go from you got that. Got me there. But, yep. Yeah, usually you're the one dropping those. Um. So tonight on SmackDown, it just I I just saw that it changed. Originally, it was going to be Sasha versus Queen Zelina, but I believe it just turned into Sasha and Naomi. Versus Selena and uh, Carmella. So I don't know if it's for the... I assume it's going to be a non-title match or a contenders match. One of the two. Um, and then you also have New Day versus Sheamus and uh, Ridge Holland. You know, for a company that that did not I like tag team matches, they're doing a lot of tag team matches lately. Yeah. Uh, I have a question here. Yo. This is a legitimate question because I, I kind of feel like I dreamed it. Last week on SmackDown, Sheamus and Rich Holland were teaming up together, right? Yeah. Okay. Did I dream it? Or did the week before that, Sheamus actually got angry at you got angry. Rich Holland? Yeah, he got angry. And what That's... did he did after that? Yeah, he. I think he like pushed him, didn't he? Or hit him? No, he hit him. He slapped him. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. What happened after that? I don't remember. Like, because I don't remember. Also, yeah. and I was kind of because th- because like last week they didn't even mention that. Yeah. And was it was but, it because like was was Cesaro involved in that? Like was like. I don't remember any of it. I don't but, like when I watched when I watched the, the show, I was like, "Wait, didn't Sheamus actually slap the fuck out of Rich Holland last week?" And nobody, <laughs> nobody mentioned it on Twitter, like ever. No one mentioned it, and I was like, "Am I? Did I dream that, or did, did, did does no one care about it because it's SmackDown?" I think it's. I think it's the latter. I really do. I think nobody really cares. It's um, so weird. Like they could have just had a backstage segment saying, "Yeah, you know, I it, it my emotions got the better of me last week. I'm so sorry." And you know, it's it's that easy. But like I like I have I have so much so so much like uh, problems with my memory. The fact that I remember that, like. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we'll we'll have to see. Um that's uh, yeah, I, I really I agree with everything you said there. I really I really do. It's um I legitimately than... thought that I made that up. I or I like it, it didn't happen at all. Yeah. <laughs> no, I yeah, I see where you're I I agree. That's 
Um, well, I didn't, I, the reason I don't have anything to say is because I, I agree exactly. With, I, I agree 100% with you. So everything you said made absolute sense, but uh, moving on, uh, Dan, Brian Danielson uh, was on with the Wrestling Observer Radio, and uh, he talks about wanting to work in New Japan, but he wants to be able to go when fans can cheer again. Um, so going back to the dream booking scenario, who would you like to see Daniel Bryan wrestle? Not a... Okay. <laughs> that like, one's... It's, easy. it's easy for me because I just want to see Sonata wrestle everyone. Like, yeah. Okay. That, no, that makes sense. I. Of course, Okada. Yeah. Like, this is, of course. Well, it's like Okada's, Okada's like my number one for everybody. I mean, it's, everybody basically. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It could just. Will Ospreay. Yeah. Yeah. Will Zach Saber Jr. Zach Saber Jr. Okay, that's the one. Yeah, Zach that's Saber the one. Jr. Would be awesome. I actually want. Uh, wanted to be a, a, a grappling match, a, a mad, a mad wrestling match, and uh, Brian Danielson wins that match. And I just want a backstage rant from Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> for like at least thirty-five minutes. Like this is the thing I most most want. Like, give me, give me. Yeah. No, that's. I agree. So, I mean, we covered a lot already, and um, something else I wanted, I don't know if you watched the trailer for it, but WWE has a new series coming out called Evil, and it's narrated by John Cena and produced Evil by John Peacock. Cena. <laughs> yeah, what, have you watched the trailer for it? I haven't watched the trailer. Like, I, I, I saw that, that something was going on, but I was actually working, yeah. because uh, when the trailer came out, and I was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at it after after my shit, and okay. then actually a couple of guys like I think that uh, a, a couple of my uh, customers were trying to kill each other, but like and I actually had to stop it, <laughs> so I kind of got distracted and I yeah yeah but I I, I know it's yeah. yeah I know it's what's it all about and I'm actually kind of excited about it. Yeah. Um, so the, yeah, the, the show looks good. I, I think I, I'm curious. The one thing that I do not like about the whole WWE network Peacock thing is we're not getting the, we're not getting as much t content as we used to get. It's like, it it seems like it's really next to nothing the way it the way it is now compared to then. But um has it? It to me it does. It seems like we don't get much content at all. I mean, now um we'll have to see if WWE does something like as far as that goes, like maybe this oops, maybe this uh may, we'll see. You know, it's it's just I'm just the the show, I like I like how they're. I'm the one I want to see the most is the Roman Reigns because I just oh like, yes I want to see Sasha Banks. Yeah, that that one's probably the one I'm most intrigued about. Um, oh yeah, it's 
like I'm I'm intrigued as to what's what's the whole show will would uh you know yeah. look like uh actually and uh if they make a whole thing about his Roman Reigns's road to being a heel yeah. it will be it will be pretty good because if they actually explain some stuff that they were lacking because of their storytelling it's it, it will be it will be fine yeah and if they show like kind of uh tell a story about him struggling to to meet the fans expectations and maybe him struggling with himself when he was really actually a heel when when he beat undertaker at wrestlemania yeah him struggling with himself and uh him finally finding his true calling when he became a heel i'm i'm intrigued to see how they how they tell that story if if it's like something boring and like uh, compiled of uh, you know different uh, segments from smackdown or raw or whatever it's no like give us a give us a documentary like i'm excited about that yeah 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 that's i that's a good point um well, you know, I we went by really quick with everything that we were covering. Um, that went that went by, and we hadn't more than normal too. So I think we just, I think it was such a quiet week. You know, like it just seemed like we went through everything. And now that I say that, all kinds of shit could go down this weekend. But um, yeah, sure. News wise, it was just it was somewhat slow. Um, the so what I'm going to ask to kind of keep time going what was your favorite moment in the past week since our last show like as far as wrestling goes and what was the the i guess cringiest or worst worst thing that you saw oh yes because i've mentioned on multiple occasions just how much my memory sets <laughs> okay yeah. so uh i think that probably the william regal thing was one of my favorite yeah. Uh, off the top of my head, and yeah. and right next to it maybe uh, Alex Shelley and uh, Jay White. Yeah, that's, those are two. Those are two this, great ones. This match, like you, you and I talked about it about this match uh, last week, and we actually said that this had the potential to be the, the match of the weekend, and yeah. it actually kind of was for me. Yes. Yeah. It, it was, was for a lot of people. Yes, Ama- amazing match. Like if guys, if you if you don't watch Impact, you can just do yourself a favor and just go and watch this match. It was from top to bottom. Yeah. Oh, like yes, yep. yeah. Uh, in terms of hmm, cringiest moment, <laughs> but. Um, I have this thing where I totally the, the moment uh, Raw ends, I totally block everything <laughs> out. Yeah, which is uh, which is for the best because I really don't want to, you know, remember. I'm I'm pretty sure that I, you know, or maybe was it over NXT? 
I'm really blessed I don't remember this kind of stuff. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, if you kind of like maybe want to talk about yours, I'll maybe <laughs> remember some. Yeah. Well, my favorite moments from this week was Moxley, Danielson, and Regal. Um, and then probably Jay White versus... Um, Alex Shelley. Yeah, Alex Shelley. Those were probably my two favorite moments. Um, I did, because I know the guy, Dante Martin, getting his title shot was pretty cool to me. Um, that was pretty awesome. Where was his brother at Dynamite? I don't know. I don't remember seeing him. He probably went he didn't back didn't show him. <laughs> yeah, who knows? I don't know. Actually, um, one of... Uh, one of uh... The awesome parts this week again was over at BTE at at the end of the show. Do you remember what happened? They said, "Oh, Bucks, you forgot your jacket," and they say, "Oh, this is this isn't our jacket." And it was Hangman's jacket in their locker room. Yeah, like, oh my god. Yeah, that was good. That was, that was what we in the business call good shit, pals. Yes. Um, Yes. I like last week's BTE a lot too. With um, I love Silver, Cole, and Reynolds together. They crack yes. me up, man. Yes, they're like, so they're, goofy. They're, I love goofy. Yeah, they're they're great. Um, yeah, so it was it was good. Um, well, so uh, this was a good one. I saw Corey put. This is one that I would love to watch. Oh, and Corey, Corey's a big fan of, yeah, he's been, he's been getting into New Japan more and more lately, and I'm just, yeah. Yeah. Good, good stuff. Um, so basically we're saying Zack Sabre Jr. against everyone, right? Oh, yeah. Give, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Give me Zack Sabre Jr. versus uh, anything, I'll watch it. <laughs> like, I want to watch Zack Sabre Jr. against the wall. Or, or I don't know what table, and he like <laughs> that would be. I just <laughs> that wow, he's just so good, <laughs> yeah. He, he is, he's just um, he, he's awesome, and Jay White, too. You know, just I, I impact has been so good lately, um. And it's so weird. Yeah. Like, like uh, Gorilla's Destiny and Jay White and like, oh, it's what am I watching? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, we got another Cooper effect story. Maggie, who are we honoring this week? Yeah, as I said, uh, the first time we ever did two Cooper effects and we ranted and cried about, about Molly. And uh, I said to you, uh, the thing that's best for this Cooper segment, for this Cooper fact that eventually it will turn into the two of us simping for each other's friends. And this is, as I said, it, with every week, it's uh, it's becoming more and more of a reality. And this week, I just wanna, want to honor uh, Jackie Rodriguez. And uh, she, she is uh, one of the first people that got me really, really good on Twitter. Like, she is, uh, first of all, the biggest FTR fan there is out there. Like, the biggest. Like, 
every person piece of merchandise they have she owns it she actually owns that huge uh, like bomber jacket they have well wow. and the fact that she is so amazing and lovable and wholesome that they actually reached out to her and they welcomed her at a meet and greet and they gave her special presents and they hooked her and she and i was like when that happens please dm me all the pictures all the videos and i just want your emotions like i i, I want to know what it's like because i don't know if i'm ever gonna you know meet kenny omega or aj styles or whatever or like you know aj lee maybe someday like as a huge role model for me like forever like mm-hmm. i want to know these moments and i'm just i was just so amazingly happy for her and she she actually got me the first my first and only wrestling merchandise i've ever owned she sent me a pinnacle t-shirt for my birthday huh. last year yeah and yeah it, it was right right around the time that AEW opened up their uh uh their shop for europe yeah and uh, yeah and she was able to, to ship it to me and it actually arrived the day of my birthday and it was Very just nice. so amazing <laughs> like, yes it was just brilliant timing and i was like i will never i will never ever forget that like it was one of the the most it's the kindest thing like ever like she yeah. having in mind that she she didn't have to like uh uh i loved her like even before that like and i and i just said to her way to go now you're never getting rid of me like i'm sorry <laughs> like i'm gonna love you forever and ever like okay and she uh actually uh makes it so incredibly easy to love her because she is just so amazing and she is fighting through uh you know we all have our crappy days right like yeah. we all just uh, start doubting ourselves and she always fights through and i'm just so incredibly proud of her and she does her own thing they uh she's part of uh the uh elite pov they have their own channel on youtube they have uh, their own twitter page and they're so wholesome and she's the only woman there and she's pulling her away and she <laughs> and she's doing her best and uh they're a bunch of amazing guys and uh, and uh yeah. And they're entertaining as hell. And uh, she, guys, if you're not watching, uh, if you're not following her, find Jackie Rodriguez. I think it's Love You Make 24 or something like I really don't have the uh, Twitter, Twitter handle here. But uh, if you just want your timeline to be uh, beautiful and amazing and sparkling, you just need to, you know, you just need to find her. And this is, this is what you're going to, fine like not not one negative note in her body i just love her so much <laughs> oh yeah she's awesome yes she um oh we we got a lot covered today that's awesome um so you know what that means time for some jokes maggie my question to you is let me pull up my damn joke <laughs> I, ha- I had it open and it, it, i am like 
struggling. I don't understand what the hell is going on with me today. Like computer wise, it has been a disaster. Complete total disaster. I have no idea what's going on, but anyways. Is this the joke? No, no, no. This is not it. This is it. So this this father. Okay, I'll wait for you. This is going to go like in, uh, this is going to go into like a, if we ever do a bloopers episode, this whole damn thing is going to go like in bloopers. Like just no, me. Don't forget, my... Rob, please don't forget. We have a golden episode, which will someday be aired. Like the last episode we did yeah, in, our pajamas, episode. in our pajamas, in our pajamas, yeah, we... that show. Like we're going to air that show because my rant at the top of that show, I love that. Yeah. This one I'd be fine if we lose it. I'm just saying. (laughs) I know. Okay. This one's going to be bad. So I think it's bad. This father is checking into his hotel with his teenage boys. The dad tells the front uh, front desk clerk, I really hope this porn is disabled. The guy at the desk says, it's regular porn, you sick bastard. Oh, my God. Oh my god, Rob, we're gonna get fired. Uh, I'm like, I saw it. I gotta go with it. What do you call a typo on a tombstone? Uh, A grave uh, mistake. A grave mistake. Oh my god. How can I not see this coming? Yeah. How does the moon cut its hair? How I think what? I did this one. How does the moon cut its hair? Hair, 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 hair. Oh, uh, oh yeah, you did that. But what was okay, it? Okay, I did that one. Yeah. E- eclipse it. <laughs> oh, he cl- yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought I did that one. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I can't read that one. That one's way too bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, but what do you, tell me off the air? <laughs> I don't even want to tell you off the air. Um, <laughs> what do the movies Titanic and The Sixth Sense have in common? I would like to say nothing, but you're going to tell me otherwise. I see dead people. Not cool, Rob. <laughs> my wife left me because of my gambling addiction, but I, I know I can win her back. Ah, you did that one too. I did not do that one. I no. don't I know I did not do that one. Well, I did not I do want, where, where do I know? I don't know, from? but I I don't I if somebody finds it and says I did it, they're it, it's not possible. I I don't think I did that one ever. I like the like penguin why, one from last week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> why did Spider-Man's evil twin fail his driver's test? He was a bad parallel Parker. <laughs> that was pretty <laughs> dumb. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, last one. 
What did the hat say to the scarf? You hang around here. I'll go on ahead. Oh, <laughs> balls. I don't know. Dad jokes. There you go. Rob dad yeah, jokes. Okay, but that first one. Dad. But that first one. God, that, that, that first one, man, that one like tore Chad up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go off the air with like eight minutes short because we we killed it. Well, we didn't kill it. I just killed it. Oh, it's fine. You're in another place, another place. Like, like I suppose that you know, the maybe the internet connection isn't that good. It's a, yeah, I'm gonna have to figure out what the hell happened. I, it was definitely on my end. So you had that. You had all kinds of weird things. Just like I like. So when I was when you were talking, I was bringing up a different point. I deleted everything I was working on. So I was trying to go back, looking on Fightful, what talking points I had. So I was like, son of this is just brutal. <laughs> so this it's is okay. Hey we we win some we lose some. We lost. Well I lost today, but oh no, just like like have in mind that uh okay like usually uh the day of our podcast uh it's usually my day off or before when we did it on Fightful Select. We did it, uh, we pre-taped it, and yeah. I wasn't working uh, before that. It was my day off. So every every time when we do the podcast, it's my day off. So here's what I do. Uh, I actually, from the moment I wake up until the moment we start recording or going live, I even think to myself in English. Because I really need to, you know, to practice it and tune up my English. And up until now, uh, until the start of the show, I was doing everything in Bulgarian because I was actually working. And I had a lot of work today. Mm. And uh, it's it was in, incredibly hard for me to click from bartending to wrestling so quickly. And I can't believe I, I pulled it off. First of all, and second of all, I can't believe I didn't like uh, forgot simple words and stuff because this is uh, this is one of the the hardest things. Like, not many people will know, but like speaking fluently in the you know in the second language and yeah. expressing yourself to the point where people can understand you is not you know that easy. No, no and, uh, sure, yeah. It's it's really it's really not that easy, and I uh, often find myself repeating over and over what I say because I have no idea if I express myself uh, that good, and if, if people actually understand what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, Corey says Maggie's remarkable in how great her English is becoming. She even does better than people in my small town, which you'd be surprised with some of the people's accents. Like yesterday, I was so I was in. Tennessee yesterday and I literally this person God bless him I have you ever seen the movie Waterboy no oh my god so there's <laughs> there's a character named Farmer Fran I think <laughs> and uh, he basically <laughs> this is gonna be a horrible impression but he's like 
actually I'm not going to do it because I won't do it any justice, but you could not under, like, you think, you know what he was saying. Like you think you had an idea, but then it just sounded like something completely different. And I'll have to send you a clip because I was, (laughs) I just stopped and I looked at this guy and I go, I got none of that. And he might've said like the worst thing ever, but he was smiling. So I know he said something like really like nice, but yeah. Okay. But I no. have no idea what he said because he said yeah. like it was like it was like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like it was something <laughs> like that and I'm like uh oh but okay yeah, you're doing better than some people so just remember that yeah I have um, yeah, that really close. really trying yeah well yeah. Bobby Boucher like that's a character's name in Waterboy and it's just. People in chat who have maybe seen Waterboy understand completely what I'm saying, um, but I'll have to send you a clip of them because that's the only way I can do it any justice. Um, yeah, and I'm sure somebody had has seen Waterboy. Know it when I'm talking about hell with all of you. Yeah, I'm sure people <laughs> will. Yeah, but don't forget to send me that clip. I really need. To I, will, I will. I will. I yeah. um, will. So, with that in mind, I want to say. I want to say thank you for tuning in today. It was it was an interesting show. Um, it was a roller coaster. Of a show. It was, but it was. It's good to get these out of the way. Um, you learn some, you win some, you lose some. And today, I learned a couple of things. Um, yeah, other, it was good. Wrestling was pretty good this week. I excited for next week and. In the words of WWE, we're on our we're on the road to WrestleMania. Um, I might actually. So I didn't realize this until just yesterday. Um, but my grandmother, who I'm visiting here in Georgia, in Savannah, Georgia, WWE is actually having a house show here Sunday night. So I'm probably going to go to that. Oh, and then on on Monday, yeah, on Monday they're going to be in Jacksonville, which is two hours from here. And I'm really considering going to that. And the reason why... Because you think that Cody's debuting? I think it's a potential... I I think... there's. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I just think there's potential. And either way, I wouldn't be disappointed because it's... I lived in Florida from 1993 to 1999, and I haven't been back. So I'm going to go see... A fr- if I do make it, I'm going to go see a friend that I haven't seen in 20 years. My best friend, like, in high school. So... That'll be a good thing. So either way, it's going to be good. Um, but I think I am going to go to the house show for sure. And if I end up going, if I end up having time and it works out, I will probably go to Raw. So, so we'll see. So at least something good is going to happen. But uh, again, next week we will be back. want to say thank you to everybody for tuning in. I will get this internet figured out. It will be good there. Thank you for tuning in. We will see you next week. It was fun. Bye-bye. Are you going to forget to, you know, uh, like tell people where they can find us and stuff? Oh, yeah. I was about to. See? That's perfect. <laughs> Maggie, tell me. <laughs> Guys, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at underscore Maggie <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
can you want to try that again? Because I okay, you can find me if you want to at Rob Wilkins on Twitter. Um, <laughs> follow Maggie at Maggie underscore IK, and then Maggie, what's your what's your Instagram? It's uh, it's Maggie dot IK. Okay, if you want to. Yeah, if you want to. I wouldn't blame you if you don't follow me right now. <laughs> Anyways, we'll peace out before I do something else. Bye-bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.